What up, what up, what up? This is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. And I have a public service announcement for all you listeners out there. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground in 2018, I had so many questions. How do I record an episode? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other places people like to listen? Also, where do I find advertisers? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and 100% easy to use. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start to join. Oh, one thing, you can record your episode from your phone or computer. So again, go to anchor.fm slash start to join. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. Episode of Sports Wave with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's Golden Boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 240, episode 240 of Sports Wave with Dre Day Podcast. Once again, like I do every time, I want to thank everybody for their support. Keep it going, keep it flowing. I always got to start off the episodes by thanking everybody for their support. This episode here, I got to go with some NBA talk. I Listen, I know it has been a while since I did an NBA episode. But, you know what I'm saying, football season is really, really intense right now. And now the playoffs is now, you know, you know, high on the agenda as you've seen from the previous episode 239 where I did my predictions for the wild card games that's happening I mean the divisional games that's happening this weekend but I figured you know what I'm saying why not come back and do some NBA talk so um I'm not gonna really be on here that much but you know again me being a basketball fan you know and me being you know 
I'm I, I, I'm 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 kind of liking what the NBA season is right now. I, I I actually had you know this talk with um my man Troy from um from the sideline podcast. Shout out to him and shout out to his podcast and his crew. I was on a live with him a few days ago, and I was actually saying how I'm liking what I'm seeing from the NBA this season because I mean not for nothing. The usual suspects that you thought was going to flourish ain't really flourishing. Like, it's a lot of teams out there that are emerging and making strides and making a lot of noise. Like, who in their mother would have thought that the Memphis Grizzlies would be third place right now in the Western Conference? Like, when the season first started, hell, before the season even started, if you was to ask people to give their top eight picks in the Western Conference, I don't think Memphis would have been in the top eight. They might have squeezed nine and ten because obviously we're doing that playing thing like last year, but I don't think that many people would have said Memphis would be a top eight team, let alone a top three team. And for me, in my honest opinion, I think when Memphis being that top in the Western Conference, John Morant got to be in the MVP conversation. He's got to be. He's got to be. He's putting up 25, 6, and 7. Now, yeah, he's not, you know, you know, he's not one of the, the, the big men like Joker or Giannis or Embiid that's putting up these, these amazing numbers, but his team is winning. And it's a team that nobody, you know, pretty much expected. You know what I'm saying? For them to do what they do. So I think with Memphis being third place in the West, I think Job Morant definitely needs to be in the consideration, you know what I'm saying, for for MVP. I mean, they're, they're, listen, Denver is 23 and 21. Yes, Joker has the numbers. He has the MVP numbers. Hell, he won MVP last year, so he so he's he's basically trying to do what Giannis dude did and pull it back to back. Twenty six, fourteen, and eight. Those are amazing numbers, amazing numbers. But his team is twenty three and twenty one. You know what I'm saying? So for me, most valuable player, if you take John Morant off that Memphis team. What they doing? Well, no, not even. Part itself, because they was actually afloat when he was out. So I got to take that back. But no, he should still be in the MVP conversation, though. He he has to be. Like, I wonder if the Pelicans are saying to themselves, damn, we should have drafted John Morant number one. We should have drafted him number one. But at the same token, we, we didn't expect Zion to have the downfall that he's having right now. But, yeah, man, again, like, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing out of the season so far. Now, obviously, there's some disappointments. You know, listen, Portland was a top eight team in the West for many years. Look where they're at right now. 19 and 26. I mean, if there was, I mean, if it was a play-in, they would still be in it, but they'll be without Dane because, you know, I think he has a, He's out due to some uh, an abdominal injury or something like that. 
So Portland is basically done if you ask me. They're not going anywhere. Um, Minnesota, who was the laughing stock of the Western Conference last year, they're ninth. So if the playoffs started today, they'll be in a plan. Both LA teams will be involved in a plan right now. I mean, listen, it's a lot of turmoil with the Lakers right now. You know, Frank Vogel supposedly is on a a game-to-game basis, you can say, as the coach. Like, the Lakers got a huge... They got, like, their East Coast trip right now is very important. Very important. It's very important to the aspect of, like, yesterday they beat the Orlando Magic, right? So now the Lakers are 23-23. and 23. For all purposes, they're saying that Frank Vogel's his job is on a game-to-game basis. Let's say, for the sake of argument, let's do the hypothetical. Let's do the hypothetical. The Lakers are now currently on an East Coast trip. Right? They got the Heat coming up. They got the Nets coming up. They got the Sixers coming up. I'm not even going to mention all the other games. Let's just take those three games, for example, because those three teams are play- are looking like playoff-bound teams. If Frank Vogel is on a co- if he's on a game-to-game basis, if the Lakers lose those three games, is Frank Vogel out of here? Because we all saw what he did last week, well, this week, when he benched Westbrook for a game for the last three minutes. And supposedly the Lakers' front office basically gave him permission to make that decision. And he said that he went with the guys that he felt can help lead them to win. Me, honestly, in my honest opinion, this whole Lakers turmoil, I'm not even going to lie to you, part of me, I'm enjoying. Like, I'm really, really enjoying the Lakers turmoil because, obviously, when you have this team, the question is going to be, oh, if it doesn't work or what's going on with it now, who's responsible? Who Who's at fault? The person that's at fault is LeBron. Reason being is because this is what he wanted. All of these players that's on this team now that came to the Lakers is who he wanted. He wanted Melo to come here, who was having a good, you know, he's having an on and off season. He wanted Dwight to come back, who's having an on and off season. He wanted Westbrook to come over here, which, again, I don't see why you needed Westbrook. Because with LeBron, you need shooters. You don't need another ball-dominant player like Russell Westbrook who can't shoot for shit, who's a turnover machine. He can't even make free throws. How are you a point guard and you can't make free throws? Let alone shoot. That's crazy to me. LeBron should have had a buddy heel on his team or, or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's so many dudes on that team. Like, De- DeMar DeRozan. DeMar, De- DeMar wanted to go to the Lakers. He's from L.A., Compton. But they wanted to go after Westbrook, wanted to have another quote-unquote superstar, and now look what's going on. And you got A.D. out for a few more weeks. So, again, the Lakers right now are 23-23. and 23. This, West Co- this East Coast trip, today is the 22nd. Today, no, pardon self. Yeah. Yeah, today's the 22nd, Saturday. So when this episode drop, it'll be Saturday. Then they got 
the Nets on the 25th, and then they got the Sixers on the 27th. If they lose those three games, is Frank Vogel out of here? It's 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 a hot. It's it's very possible. It's very 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 possible. The Lakers got to get it together, man. They definitely, definitely, definitely got to get it together. Um, Phoenix right now is by far the best team in the league right now. Just a few weeks ago, them and Golden State was damn near neck and neck for the best team in the West. But Golden State right now, you know, they've they've kind of you know they've kind of. They've kind of they've they've kind of struggled a little bit as of late. They've kind of struggled a little bit. You know, they won yesterday against Houston. They lost to the Pacers in overtime a few nights ago. They lost to the Timberwolves not too long ago. Yeah, the Warriors are kind of struggling. Like they're kind of struggling right now. Clay is back, so welcome back, Clay Thompson. Um. He's doing all right in his return. I'm not expecting him to drop twenty something points. He's he you know he's he, he's doing what he can do under the circumstances. We gotta remember the dude just came back from a torn ACL and a torn Achilles. He missed two full seasons because of those injuries. So we gotta give him time to really get back to, you know, the clay that we grown to know and love. Right now, he's averaging 15 a game. That's not bad. He's shooting 30% from the three-point line. That's not bad. 37% from the field. I dig it. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it. I'm just glad to see that he's back on the court. And again, like, I haven't recorded in a while on sports. I mean, on on on, on the NBA. So, when he did come back, he definitely made an impression. He did make somebody a, a, a poster. So... That, that 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 was dope to see, you know, to see that he can take contact and all that good shit. You know what I mean? But um, again, like I I I'm I'm enjoying what I'm seeing, you know, out of the NBA right now. And I just spoke on teams for the West, so let's get the teams from the East. I just said welcome back to Clay Thompson, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's somebody from the East that made their return, Kyrie. Now I'm not gonna do the whole Stephen A thing and keep saying part-time, even though he is because he can only play the away games. I thought with KD being hurt, I thought, you know, the Nets was going to be on some, listen, we're going to pay the fines. We're going to need Kyrie to be back for all the games now that KD is out. That's what I thought was going to happen. But... Obviously, I think they're still going with, you know, having him be here for the away games and sit out the home games. Kyrie is averaging 22, 5, and 5. Okay, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Right now, Brooklyn has a half a game on Chicago, Miami, and has, and then has a game and a half on Milwaukee. Honestly, it looks good. It sounds good, but I'm not impressed with it. Reason being is because what is their record against those teams? I'm not sure if Brooklyn has paid Miami yet. 
But I know they've played the Bulls three times. And they're one and two. I know we just beat them recently because Kyrie played that game. James Harden went bonkers that game. I think the first two games we lost to them. And then this game we beat them. And I think we're 0-2 against Milwaukee. So, against the top teams of the East, Brooklyn ain't doing too good. We ain't doing too good. Cleveland is the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. Who would have thought that? If you was to ask people before the season started where you think Cleveland would be at, Cleveland wouldn't even be in the playoffs if you asked anybody. Who would have thought Cleveland would be a fifth seed? I think that's dope. Salute to Cleveland. Salute to Cleveland, man. Real talk, man. Boston has been a huge disappointment. Huge disappointment. The Knicks have been a huge disappointment. The Atlanta Hawks have been a huge disappointment. Because those three teams, a lot of people were saying, were playoff teams. Even I said that. Even I said that. I mean, technically, the Celtics is in the playing, technically. But when I mention playoffs, I'm not talking about playing. I'm talking about, like, being a top 18. And they're not even that. You know what I'm saying? Philly is striding a little bit. Embiid has been on a tear for a while now. He's been he's 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 been on a tear for a while now. And and Welcome to Bixby. I'm a fan of it. You can talk to me anytime. Shut up. Shut up, Bixie. Part itself. My phone was acting up. I pressed the wrong button, I think. Um, Embiid is averaging 28, 11, and 4. Now, obviously, the elephant in the room is that they're doing this without Ben Simmons. Embiid ain't letting that shit phase him. Because not for nothing. If you was to ask me my top five picks for MVP, Embiid is in the conversation. I have Joker, Giannis, Embiid, John Morant, Steph Curry. Those are my top five for MVP. KD was in there, but now that he's injured and he's going to be out for a few weeks, that's obviously going to take him out of the conversation. And he was putting up some Banging ass numbers before he got hurt. So, I mean, it's I mean I mean it's unfortunate. Um, let me get back to Brooklyn. All right, Brooklyn right now is the number one seed, right? Kyrie can only play away games. Can't play home games. Now, this was a segment that was on first take yesterday. Jay Williams made a an interesting point where he was like that how being that Kyrie can only play away games if the Nets was to start to lose, he would not be opposed to not trying to get home court advantage. Because again, Kyrie can only play the away games. And if he can only play the away games... That's a disadvantage for the other team because all three superstars will be playing. Not for nothing. He kind of got a point because right now, you don't want Brooklyn to be at home. 
Right now, we're 12 and 11 at home. Seven and, 17 and 5 on the road. Last I checked, they play better on the road than they do at home. So, I'm like, Jay Williams actually had a point with that. He's actually been doing his thing on first take, by the way. He's actually been chewing Stephen A. up on certain topics. I mean, even J.J. Reddick, too, but that's neither here nor there. But he kind of do got a point. He kind of do got a point. I'm not like I'm not like I'm not even gonna hold him on that. He kind of do got a point. Brooklyn shouldn't like right now with KD being out. Just let nature take its course. I mean, I'm not saying go out there and tank games. No, absolutely not. Because you still want to be respected. Because listen, at the end of the day, when the season first started, the expectations or the finals predictions that everybody was saying was Brooklyn Lakers. Brooklyn Lakers. For all attentive purposes right now, it's not looking like we're getting that. Now the question is, will both teams, will any will any of them be in the finals, even if it's not against each other? The Lakers look to shit right now. But at the end of the day, as long as LeBron is there, they will always be in contention. I'm just not sold. I'm not subscribing to, oh, the Lakers are not going to make the playoffs. Or, like, I, I, I'm not subscribed to that. I, I, I honestly think that when AD gets back, I think the Lakers will be decent. I don't expect them to crawl all the way up to where Phoenix and Golden State and Memphis is at. But in a playoff format, healthy, hypothetically, I would take the Lakers over basically any team in the West except Golden State and Phoenix. If we're just talking playoffs, if we're just talking playoffs, a healthy Lakers team, I'm taking over every other team in the West except Golden State and Phoenix. And then... Let the chips fall as they may after that. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. Again, I'm, I, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far this season. I really am. I really am. Um, the All-Star game is coming up soon. Um, obviously, the NBA All-Star voting is taking place Currently, um, what was it? A few weeks ago, LeBron wasn't even leading in the voting process. But now, today, Saturday, January 21st, 22nd, pardon self, he is now the leading vote getter for the All-Star game. Now, Steph, uh... KD, DeMar DeRozan, you know, they're top vote getters as well for their position group or whatnot. Me, personally, I was kind of rooting for LeBron to not be one of the top voters because when the two captains get announced next Thursday on TNT, which is the 27th, 
I was, I'm kind of hoping that it's not LeBron, but it's looking like it will be. Because ever since that they've done this format with the two captains, LeBron has been a captain every year. I was kind of hoping that he wasn't a captain this year because I want to see, obviously, who the other two captains would be and then which captain would pick LeBron. Like, me personally, I was kind of pulling for Steph and KD to be the captains and then see which one of them picked LeBron. But, again, it's looking like LeBron is going to be a captain again and then he gets to pick his squad. So this kind of sucks, actually, because... I was kind of rooting for him to not have the most votes. But the, the dude is popular, man. The dude is popular, man. 6,827,000 votes LeBron has. And this is just the third fan return. I ain't even like... I didn't even, I, I, I didn't even say the first and second ones. This is the third one. How is Kyrie getting votes and he just came back? That's crazy to me. He has 844. He has 844,000 votes. How? How? And he just came back. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to make the team. Because I, I, I don't think he'll make the team, but... That's crazy how he just came back and he has those many votes. I mean, DeMar DeRozan is very well deserving. Like, oh, I oh my fault, pardon self. MVP conversation, DeMar DeRozan need to be in there. I forgot about him. So I said five people, shit, he need to be in that conversation for MVP. DeMar DeRozan. I mean, Lonzo looks like he's going to be out a few weeks because of an injury he just sustained, so get well soon to him. Carmelo has a million votes. I'm going to say that again. Carmelo has a million votes. Like, I think these fans just be tripping sometimes. Like, I think... These fans, I think they go on these ballots more than once and be placing these votes. Because, listen, I'm not the biggest Rudy Gobert fan, but you can't tell me that Melo is more deserving of an all-star appearance than Rudy Gobert. We're not, we're, like, like, we're not doing that. We're not subscribing to that. I mean, listen, I, I, listen, I think for the guards... I think it's going to be very interesting to see which guards get picked. Because I know for a fact, Steph's going to be picked, obviously. John Morant is definitely going to the All-Star game. Luka is definitely going to go. Chris Paul is definitely going to go. And then whatever happens from there, happens from there. But yeah, man, it's, 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 going, to be it's going to be interesting to see how this All-Star ballot gets played out as far as who's selected and then obviously who gets picked it's gonna be interesting 
And I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Like, I'm not even going to hold y'all. Not even going to hold y'all. But yeah, man, like, I, I mean, listen, like I said, man, like, I barely speak on the NBA. So I really, you know, really didn't have much to really dive into, you can say, with this episode. I just wanted to, you know, get back in the realms of talking about the NBA and speak about the all-star voting uh, MVP race, you could say, and basically what I'm liking out of the NBA right now. So, again, man, it's a wrap for this episode, man. I don't really, again, like I said, I really don't want to take up too much time on here. Um, I know there was some times I've said that and then the episode would be an hour, but nah, this is less than a half hour. Uh, you can kind of call it a bonus episode, but I will count it as 240. Um, hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Um, y'all know where y'all can find you, you, you know, you, you know where you can find your boy, man. I'm on all platforms except title. Um, Y'all can check me on the podcast is on all my social media pages. Um, Facebook, Dre Day, IG, Dre Day1985, or Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. The link is in the bios. Uh on Twitter, Dre Day1985. So, yeah, like tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Like, this is this, I, I I love doing this podcasting thing. It's fun. Um, it's a stress reliever. In ways that you can't even imagine. Um, so yeah, man. Thank y'all for y'all support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. And in closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Episode 240 is over. Uh, short and simple. Short and simple. Catch out on the flip side. Once again, continue to be safe out there. Uh, be smart. Wear your mask, practice social distancing, all that good shit. Be safe out here in these streets because it ain't even COVID. It's not even just COVID that's running crazy. It's these people out here with, you know, shooting people and jumping niggas and robbing niggas, like all that shit. Like it's crazy out here in these streets, man. So once again, man, I just got to say, man, be safe, be smart, be careful of your surroundings, be aware of your surroundings. And all that good shit, man. So again, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Episode 240 is over. Catch out on the flip side. Stay safe. Be safe. God bless. Peace and love. Your boy is out of here. Peace. What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Dre Day. And I have a PSA announcement for y'all. Did y'all know that only 38% of African Americans were able to identify financial terms on the PFN index, an annual financial survey. Why is that? Because we're never given the tools to succeed in the financial sector. Will with American Classic Agency has been designing financial maps for his clients to succeed for over a decade for clients on both coasts. With Will, you will be able to create a game plan to get out of debt and create the wealth that you and your family deserve. If you're interested, please contact Will at willspady at gmail.com. That's W-I-L-L 
S-P-A-D-Y at gmail.com or call him at 443-810-0384.